Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hey, everybody, welcome to Deep with Stacey Pressman, where I go one on one for about 30 minutes, usually more, but we attempt a 30 minute interview just one on one in this uh, time of the coronacopolis. But I actually, no, I don't want to say the coronacopolis is the reason why I'm doing the show, but it got me to sit my butt down and do the show pretty much like every day, every other day. We have tons of episodes up. Uh, now we have like eight episodes up, maybe a lot more. So, uh, without further ado, I want to bring my guest on. She's a funny, she's talented. She's adorable. I met her doing, um, we did Greenwich village comedy club in the days when it was open a few weeks ago. Uh, everybody, it's a Natalie Cuomo on with me. What's up girl. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks. Thanks for being on. So, wow. What's going on? I, I've been watching your, tw- uh, your Insta. So it looks like you yes. have a magazine. Is that right? Am I correct? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the quarantine has kind of uh, had me and my fiance collaborate on this magazine. And it's called Classy Trashy Magazine. Oh, cool. Where basically we're interviewing tattoo artists, bikers, comedians, anyone badass. And uh, we're putting out the first issue on April 20th. It's going to be free for digital download. Oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. So have you had this idea in the works or you just guys were just thinking about it and then you just did it? Um, Like, how did it come about, so to speak? Well, uh, we had been talking about collaborating on like a T-shirt brand. So we we printed T-shirts first. And then we decided that we should actually um, make a magazine and have something that really encompasses the way we feel and create a community during this really difficult time. Oh, cool. So, yeah. So what do you, what, what has your quarantine been like? Um, are you in, are you in the, staying in New York? Are you out of New York? I, I, I didn't really, I couldn't tell. Are you like, some people like left town. They're in like secret locations. (laughs) Are you staying in your house right now where you live or did you go somewhere else? Yeah, I, uh, I'm in my house where I live. I live in New Jersey. Okay. So I feel, I never thought I would be grateful to live in New Jersey, but (laughs) I am. (laughs) That's funny because a lot of people. Where are you? In Brooklyn by Coney island which is okay. which i could walk oh. to the beach there's it's a lot like i always wanted to i, I i'm staying with my mom she's in her eight, late eight, like she's mid 80s now she, she just turned 85 and um i've been with her for like a year right now and uh it drives me nuts but i i mean to some degree i think when we like you know when i have to do shows in the city it's a pain in the, in the butt obviously traveling and stuff right but um Look, I wouldn't want to be... My friend's like, hey, stay in my apartment on the Upper East Side. I'm like, no way. Like, it is... Oh, no. It's like, I'm not... It's like, everyone's on... T- I, like, I'm not saying I couldn't get the sick here or whatever, but I just... It's crazy. It's like a different... It's like, it's first of all, like... Like, people are leaving the ta- leaving town. Like, people are... Le- like, got up... I didn't know two people actually got up and left, like, in the middle, like, of the day and said, we're leaving, we're going down south, like, to their family's house. Like... Like recently, like they got like a cheap flight. They just went and it was empty. 
And then I know people who like just drove somewhere, like to some family's house somewhere. And uh, my my friend Sherrod is some, some undisclosed, just doesn't tell me. I don't know where he is. He's in like by a lake somewhere. I don't know. People just like left town. It's, it's weird. Yeah. It's very weird. It is strange. I, I do understand it, though. I mean, New York is a very scary place to be right now, especially Manhattan. That's what I heard. Like, like the people forget about like the you know the germ. They like, heard that people are just. Uh, it's not. Um, people are just being weird. Like you know, there's like people yeah. hanging on the streets and like. I, I'm not to be like you know cryptic and weird, but it's it sounds like it's not typical Manhattan, where even like yeah yeah. Like all those gentrified areas, I'd be afraid to live in right now. <laughs> you know, all the totally. in Brooklyn, like the more gentrified areas, I'd be really scared to live in. Um, yeah, and on top of that, I just feel like the resources are being diminished, and it's you know it's going to be scary when we've been quarantined for almost a month and things are out of stock and people need money and everyone's unemployed. It's it's a scary time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't, I mean, I, I'm off the book. I work like all, all my money's like off the books, like 90% of my money is off the right. books. It, I, I didn't realize right. that. Yeah. And I, it's scary, you know, so I can't even claim anything. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of, yeah. it's really scary. So, um, you know, as comedians, I mean, like, you know, I remember doing, you know, we were like doing the shows at Greenwich and different clubs and all these mm-hmm. things. And, and one day it's, the clubs are just going to open up and we're just going to go back. I mean, I just, I, I don't see that happening like so fast. I mean, I don't think I don't think Reddit is going to close or or you know New York Comedy Club is going to close, but I think there are going to be some clubs that I work at that are going to close and gigs. I think that, a lot of people are saying that, yeah. Like they're just going to be fuck it. Like I think like half the g- clubs will close, and I think half the gigs that I get are going to be done. Like I don't I don't know if people are going to go out, you know, in the middle of nowhere where I tr- where I travel and stuff and. So I'm worried. I guess we all should be worried about that, like places that we worked at or specifically yeah, out I'm of the city, too. too, like when there's not so much financial, like when you don't have like sort of like the tourism and stuff. I do feel that, um, <clears throat> sorry, that there's going to be a a lot of people that are excited to get out. Like, I think it'll be a mix between people afraid of being in crowds and people that are just like, dying for that human interaction and that community group feeling yeah oh yeah we all we're all gonna want that i think that there's gonna be a lot of ptsd like in an odd way like a lot of agoraphobic like a lot of comedians are agoraphobic anyway or they're they're very uh i know you know or they're weird with people that have social there's gonna be a lot of like influx of like people dealing with social anxiety that may have been very social or people becoming germaphobes or something weird like that. I think there's going to be some strange sort of like new world, so to speak. It, it, it depends how long we're, it's like they, tomorrow they said we're, we're done. I, I think we'll be okay. But like give it like some, this like through the summer. I don't know. I don't yeah. know if we'll be okay. How long do you think it'll last? Well, we, we haven't hit the peak yet. According to a lot of medical right. professionals, we haven't hit the peak. Um, um, so I think when we hit the peak, we'll know. But we, but then there's going to be, you know, right. then there's like, there's, there's just like, just like the, um, the disease, there's like influxes of it. So a lot of people who get it, they get better. And within the same, let's say two weeks you're sick with it, 
like you'll be okay for like two days and you'll get this really bad fever again. Like you'll have these like waves. I think the same thing's going to happen with the disease. So it'll get better. And then they said the fall, it's going to be like bad again. So I think it's these like ups and downs. Um, Unless they have like a cure or a vaccine or something. Like there's an instant, like you take this and you get better. That's the only way it's going to get controlled because if there's like medicine that stops you from getting really sick more you know then or like makes it just like a cold or something then people it won't we won't have to be in the house but it's such a it's because some people get it and like they're just kind of sick and you know and they get they're fine in two weeks and some people get it and they end up almost they die they die so it's 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 unpredictable too it's a it's a erratic disease on top of it so i think that's the other issue right they don't know enough about it i (laughs) <laughs> that's what I think the issue is yeah. I did um, I did see an article yesterday in the Washington Post I think um, that they were using the plasma of people that had recovered from the virus to try to figure out some sort of cure well that's the whole thing so I, yeah I think they, they, they did that with yeah. other viruses too back in the smallpox and stuff they used the virus itself to, to help other people get immunity I remember they I was reading an article about that right that's very primitive uh, medicine, but it works. So, because it's really a foreign substance, that's the problem. Like this virus, that's why they think it came from a lab because it's very, very, very foreign and very, yeah. very catchy. Um, do you feel that most people, that's like their top, their that's what most people are talking about these days, or do you feel like people are able to like get their mind off of it? Well, that's what this podcast was to be, able but to? I, um. Like once I start talking about it, I get like obsessed. It's like the guy that like right. I'm dating uh, in my head that like like when I was like like I can't stop talking about the guy I'm dating and to your friend. Like why is he doing this? Yeah, I feel like yeah. high school again, you know. But yeah, I mean I'm I'm trying to it's like like I was gonna ask you about your tattoos for instance, but yeah, like do you have a, do you have it's a, hard. do you have a pandemic tattoo? Like <laughs> like right like um yeah like I mean I don't know. Like right now, my life, and I'm sure, you know, like you have this project with your magazine, right? So, how mm-hmm. much is is the magazines being influenced by this pandemic? That's right. Cool. I mean, I don't know if we would be pushed to do it to the same extent um, if we weren't forced to sit inside all day, and I don't know if we'd have the luxury of that time either to put something together so quickly. That's a good point. You know, yeah. it looks beautiful. Like it looks really cool. Thank you. I'll definitely have to send you a copy of it. I can't wait to get it. I'm so excited. <laughs> so have you been getting a lot of um, new tattoos since you've been in quarantine? I haven't. So I mean, I, Natalie I has a lot of a... beautiful tattoos on her. If you haven't seen her, go to her Instagram. <laughs> She's gorgeous and she has all these tattoos and they're really cool. And I noticed that you only get black Thank ones. You. Black. You don't have any color. color. I do. So what is that? Is I that only just... get is that a reason? I I just like the way they look. I'm thinking I could get like one color one, but I'm not sure. Oh, cool. They look really cool. Did you do them yourself or do you go to an artist? I go to an artist, although I recently started learning how to tattoo. So oh, cool. I have a tattoo gun at home. Haven't broken it out this quarantine yet, but when I do, it'll be... <laughs> I'll be careful because you may be like, oh my God, I did a little too many tattoos at a board. I know, yeah. <laughs> um, so I am lucky. That's why I had like gloves and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so when did you start um, getting tattoos? How old were you? Mm-hmm. Were you a kid? Were you like 
an adult like just like one day i'm gonna get a tattoo and then you just started and didn't stop yeah i think when i was 18 i started when i was 16 my like best friend and i gave each other like stick and poke tattoos oh really what were they uh, it was just little we things. gave each other her name was kendra and we each gave each other an n and a k it was very cute oh how cute <laughs> Yeah, um, I think I've always just had an affinity for tattoos, and as soon as it was legal for me, I got one, and then when I was in my, (laughs) we were talking about age, Um, when I was like 23, Uh so like two years ago, I worked at a coffee shop next to a tattoo shop, Uh and I would give them (laughs) free coffee, and they would just give me so many free tattoos, and it was amazing, but also... I mean, I I got like five tattoos in a day once. It was oh my crazy. god, you like you're like addicted to it. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna go to the nail salon instead of going to the tattoo shop. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Oh my god, that's so adorable. So you've been g- getting tattoos for a couple of years. Didn't you live in L.A. for a while? Did you live in L.A.? I did. Yeah. How long were you in L.A. for? Because um, a year. Did you like it out there? Um. It was okay. I learned a lot. Okay. Do you like LA? Um, I go, you know, it's funny. My best friend and her family lives out there. My other best friend lives there temporarily. I, I don't know. I can't tell. Like I never live, live there. I go there to visit friends and I have a great time because, you know, I always go in bad weather here. So it's like an escape and then I'll do shows Mm -hmm. and they'll just like, boom, and I'm done. And I, and then I have to deal with Mm -hmm. anything else. So I never really kind of stuck it out there. You know, to see what it was like. Uh, right. That, that 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 was the thing. I never stuck it out, so um, I don't dislike it. I I see the difference though in the comedy scene out there. I see the difference in the, in everything. Uh, I like. Yeah. I mean, I started out as an actress. I don't know. Did you start out as an actress as well? Because most people have. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was, I didn't like my, my, my whole show business career wasn't stand up. It wasn't until I was like, I was, you know, a little older, I started stand up and I've been doing it for a long time now, but, um, mm-hmm. I, I can't, I still do acting. So like for me, it's like, that's where I would sort of do, do more of the acting film and TV stuff. But it, it's, it's, it's weird for, I, and I, but I got a lot of work here when I was, you know, younger and I was doing more acting. So it's it's like I have a mixed bag with LA. Like I never needed it, but I've pitched stuff out there um, and stuff like that. But then I'll do stand up now. Now I'll go and do stand up. Like for like a week, I'll just like do a bunch of clubs, or you know, I'll I'll do like um, <clears throat> we did you know like this was like a few years ago. We did like all the big clubs and stuff. That that was fun. But basically, I, I don't really care about either way. Like I haven't disliked it enough. I have been out there just like enough, but I've known I've gone out there a little too long. There's always a point where I go out there a little too long. My last trip, actually, my last trip yeah. to L.A. was literally a vacation. It was not. It, I had one meeting <laughs> the first, second day, a little <laughs> meeting, done with that. And then I spent like another week there. And it was right before this pandemic hit or during. I mean, we didn't know we were going to be quarantined. I, I flew during the, you know, before like two weeks before this all yeah. shit hit the fan. And I and I had a really nice time. I I was like I could have used another week there, but then they had got locked down, and we got locked down, and uh, uh, <laughs> we yeah, all got locked down. I was supposed down. to go there. 
I had a flight to go to LA about two weeks ago oh, that no. was canceled. Well, it sucks. But I was going to do a shoot there. I was super excited, looking forward to it for months. And then the world just closed down. <laughs> I mean, how are you guys think, dealing um, with it? I mean, how? I mean, you're a lot younger than me, and I, I, I feel bad. Like you know, I didn't have to go. I, I, I lived through nine eleven. Like when I was around your age, right. I, I lived through nine eleven. Um, and that was hard. I mean, my, you smelled, you know, the stuff outside. Like I lived in the city in Manhattan, like, you know, in like Murray Hill and I smelled all the shit and I couldn't, I, it was like, I never forgot that smell. It's like a, you know, that, that, and we lost people. Um, but it wasn't like, you know, it's actually weird. I, you know, we lost, I lost my friend's brother who I was close with. And some people I kind of knew, but this is like, I'm seeing people like my, you know, a few people's brothers or moms, like a lot of people are dying in, in a different way. I've been seeing that. I mean, yeah. I can name about six people who lost a parent, you know, on my Facebook. Right. Thing. It's terrifying. You know, terrifying. Yeah. Every time I go on Facebook, I see something like that. It's like a, mo- it's like a, it's like a obituary ad. And so it's I like, know Facebook's it, an obituary now. It's like, oh my god! I'm, I just saw somebody else lost their mom last night. I could probably, if I wrote it down, you know, I, it'd be very scary. And then a whole bunch of comics got it that I'm friends with, that we're friends with. Somebody we got it. I don't know if he put it out that he got it, but um, a bunch of comedians had it, but they're okay. Like they right. just had a really rough week, <laughs> you know, like a two weeks, whatever. They're, but you know, it's just like bombing every day. Right. Like they were sick. Like, but, <laughs> but they, one person I know the, the guy that worked at Gotham, uh, the, uh, Jimmy, uh, big balls, whatever his name is. Uh, they, that's his mm-hmm. nickname. He's, 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 he had it really, really, really bad. And he was on the ventilator and everything, but he's, he's okay. He just got home now. So, so that's that terrible. is, a, so that's a good thing. But it feels like yeah. like there's like an, a feeling of nine eleven. The only problem is, you, you, it's like it's it's not over. It's just, it's not over yet. We don't know, and we, we don't know what's going to happen. Similarly, but nine eleven, we didn't know if this was going to be another terrorist attack. Every time we were on the subway or we went somewhere, we were scared. Yeah. That's what the feeling was for years, even like even to this day. Like there's always that thing in the back of my mind. You know, um, there was definitely a. You know, then five years later, when I lived in Midtown, I felt like there was like armed guards everywhere. And it was different. The whole city had changed at that point. And so that right. was, so I wonder if something in a different way is going to feel like that, like not to, not to project. It's being compared to 9-11 a lot. Yeah. There's a I feeling. I feel frustrated because I lived through both. I, I also, I grew up in Queens, so I was only oh, about you did? seven. Okay. okay. When it happened. and um, That's scary, a little kid, you know. But it was so scary. Yeah. And it, it definitely affected how I felt like when I was, in middle school and high school, I had a bit of paranoia about that kind of thing. Of course. But I never expected something like this, and you there's, know? And there's just so much your parents could protect you from, like, too. I don't know. The, right. The te- right. When you were in seven, the te- what, did, what, did your, what did they say? Like, Because you could, like, kind of, like, hide kids from it, but I guess you can't really. Well, um, yeah, my cousin went to school about a block away. Uh-huh. So the, and he was in high school, so the big thing was that his teacher took away his phone. Oh, you guys had fun. During it in school. And that was like a big thing. So we didn't know where he was when he walked across the bridge. I mean, it's it's terrible how many things were affected by that and how many people lost people that they loved. 
No, that was very scary. And then it was scarier. There's a blackout two years later or a year later. Oh, yeah, like a right. year later. And that was really, that actually was really scary. That was like really scary because it was like trauma, you know, because all the trauma just hit again. Because we didn't know what it, it was. It was a blackout, right? Like not a big deal. It's uncomfortable and not great, but it was a blackout. And that was terrifying. Um, Wow. I mean, yeah, so you lived through both as a kid and now and as an adult. Um, yeah, I'm just like, what the hell? Does it feel the same? <laughs> I mean, I guess I get it's a dumb question because you were so little, but does it feel the same? Probably not, right? In a way, it feels in it one feels way- pretty different. Yeah, like it- just because this is like this is affecting my day to day in a very intense way. You know, like we can't leave our house. When I go for a walk, like try to get some fresh air, I see like gloves and old masks on the street it's really yeah. eerie and creepy i know it feels like a scary it's like it's one big operating room <laughs> i it's read very some... like post-apocalyptic yeah. yeah yeah it's like what you never would think new york would be like right i mean Absolutely. I'm, i have the beach which is such a, a blessing to go to i mean yeah. I, it's a little cold it's been a little cold and i actually don't even feel comfortable going outside where i like I have a little yard, it's kind of gross, but like my mom has a little yard. I can, go, I just don't. Feel, I go, I'll, like, I, there's something I have to fix it up, but like, there's nowhere to really go. Um, right. Like, like I'll go to the market and stuff for my mom, and you know, for me, and we'll get food. But it's just, it feels like I'm everything. I'm like, is this the day that I'm going to touch the wrong thing or the per? You know, I'm like me too. I mean, you gotta, yeah. you have to get, you know, and then it's hard to get stuff ordered that's food because it takes, you know, two weeks to get like a delivery or a week or whatever, where it would be like the next day to do like all these little, like, del- you know, food delivery services and stuff. So I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I guess I, I wear the mask. I have some mask I bought at the dollar store, you know, these masks I bought, like, but I don't think they really help. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah. and, and I have my gloves and that's it. I mean, it, do you, have you guys been traveling around your area where you are? Like, have you been getting stuff? No, no. I'm just too freaked out. I can't get myself to do that. Really, like, you guys even been going been for area. You just stay in your in your house in your yard and stuff. Yeah, lo- I'm so so lucky to have a backyard. I don't know what I would do without that space to go outside and not feel that uncomfortability that something's been like contaminated or something. Right. And are you guys getting along? Like, has it been a challenge on your relationship? Because I know a lot of people, like, are stuck with their partners in their house and stuff. And have you <laughs> been feeling, like, you guys, like, bonded more? Like, because, like, like, the guy that I'm dating lives, like, far, I not far away, but he, like, works in the medical. Like, I can't really see him right now because of the situation. Right. So, between, you know, being in the medical field and, like, he's not that far, but, like, we could, but I we haven't really done it yet. Seen each other in like two weeks because, especially just, since you live with your mom. Yeah, yeah he's afraid of. <clears throat> you know, yeah, I mean, it's it's. I guess it's kind of challenging, but I mean, I don't know if I'd want to be quarantined either. So <laughs> I don't know how I. It's like, yeah. um, I'll probably. Um, we're definitely getting along really well. Like we actually usually spend this much time together anyway. So oh, it's that's not good. that much of a change for us. Well, it's nice. We 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 like being together this much. I it's feel nice actually. It's nice because yeah. How, I mean, in a ble- in a way, it's a blessing. Like, how many times can you be together and not have to worry about like, you know, like not like have to worry about going anywhere? You know, like that's exactly because <laughs> a lot of times we have to only, like, <laughs> run away and stuff and like 
do shows or do work and stuff. And now we just get to could be with each other. And if you have a big enough space, it's fine. Like as long as you're not in the same room. Like if you were in the studio apartment, you probably want to kill yourself. That's I feel bad for people in studio right. apartments with their boyfriends or husbands or their partners. Like that's like that's rough. Like can you imagine being quarantined in Manhattan in a studio apartment with another human being or a roommate that like you don't even have an intimate relationship with? That would be crazy. Like people who decide to become roommates and they're like living in a studio and they put a sheet in between them or something. That'd be crazy. Yeah. The roommate thing. I'm so glad. Like I didn't necessarily enjoy living in LA, but it's what got me out of Brooklyn. So I'm so glad that I'm not in Brooklyn for all of this with like roommates and cockroaches and neighbors, you know, I know where you were in what part of Brooklyn were you at? I was in Bushwick. Ugh. It's just the worst place you could be right now. I don't so yeah, I feel gentrified area. Like I, I don't like it. I, I sometimes teach there and I hate Bush I people love it. Like I don't like it. I don't think it's that cool. Like I don't know. I mean it has like cool stores and stuff, but I don't love Bushwick. Like yeah. I, I think it still has that it's, it still feels dangerous and dirty to me. <laughs> Which well, is it's fine. Very transient. It doesn't feel like home in any way, you know? It's just People live there for a few years and then they move. Yeah, they're not building you know what homes. I mean? Yeah, they're not building homes there. Right. People are like, or no community. Yeah. It's kind of, we found a nice apartment. They're building like fancy buildings in like bad neighborhoods, right? So, and then right. and then 10 yeah. people share it or five, you know, or three people share it for like a grand each or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I almost moved to, actually, I was going to take over somebody's lease and I ended up not doing it. Um, I was going to move out for a few months. I didn't know where, if I, I, I wanted to stay here and I said let me I'm gonna try I started traveling instead um and I couldn't really my mother d- needed me here she's getting I didn't really she's at 85 so I'm not gonna leave her here by herself um yeah, and luckily I am here be. yeah I mean if I had to live with a roommate during this time I would I mean it's hard enough for me and my mom fight but it's my mother you know but and she's pretty cool but I can't imagine living with somebody I didn't really know or I just yeah my, that could be really bad I agree. I feel that would be terrible. That'd be so terrible. You're just stuck in a house with them. (laughs) I know. And you're like, and let's say you weren't even getting along to begin with. You didn't, you barely liked them. And they just, you basically just slept there and yet you had a nice room, but like you didn't really hang out with them. That'd just be really bad. I feel bad for people in roommate situations. I feel like those are the people that are leaving town. The ones that are like. And a lot of people aren't going to, I bet you a lot of people are leaving. A lot of people came to New York just to come to New York and without real goals or they're not in, they don't need to be in New York. You know what I'm saying? They they're, they can work anywhere. Mm-hmm. Or, I think a lot of those people aren't going to come back. The same thing happened in 9-11. Mm-hmm. A lot of people left and didn't come back. And didn't come back? No. Yeah, I can see that. I, I had this friend, I used to work at Equinox Fitness Clubs, you know, uh, which is, which was, wasn't as popular. Yeah. So they, uh, they only had like eight locations. Like at the time, now they're like international. Okay, so it tells you how long ago that was. You know, twenty years ago they were like <laughs> they weren't international. They were, um, they were just like oh, they were family owned, and then they were bought out. Right. So one of my clients, uh, I was a work. I guess he was a, he was like a young kid. He was new and he worked in investment banking or finance. You know, he had a big finance job out of college, and he um. You know, I think he worked downtown and he, he like left New York. He never came back. 
<laughs> I mean, he's still totally financed, but he, he could do it from a different I mean, state. I don't blame him. He's probably so traumatized. Oh, he was very, I think he was very much, I, I think, I don't think he worked, he worked in the tower or near a tower. He was very much in the, I thought he, we thought he was dead at one point. Like, no one heard from him. Like, we thought he was dead. That's horrifying. Yeah. Wow. I think I wrote a story, I actually wrote a weird story about it. I wrote a bunch of stories. Um, in the in the in the in the late nineties, most early two thousands, which I I want to actually publish because they're kind of now they're a yeah. period piece, and uh, they're they're you called, yeah I'm, I think I'm gonna do it. They're very personal, but there's one story about him coming back as a ghost. It was they're all short stories and they're really kind of funny because they capture the time as well, and they mm-hmm. <laughs> without trying to capture the time, you know, they kind of you know they're like they're I think they're most they're post nine eleven or pre and post nine eleven. And there's stories like that have think nine eleven themes to them, uh, right? I think, yeah, and it's definitely been enough time that it's a to be interesting to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I might maybe I'll put some, especially I, since like I think a big thing for the coronavirus is when the death toll surpassed nine eleven. Like it's very much being compared to that in New York. You know? In New York, right? I, yeah, I get yes, messed. Yeah. Um, and it's going, it's fast. It, that, that thing, it's very mm-hmm. fast as well. And, um, you know, I think it's very like, and that's why it's hitting home. Cause if you take numbers and then you put like six degrees of separation, that's why we're knowing people that have passed or knowing friends. Right. friends. Yeah. It's a much, cause I remember nine eleven. I knew people, but it was like one guy from high school and the one close person. And then I didn't really know that many other people. You know, unless they were fire, yeah. you know, I guess if you were a fire person, you know, it would be different because you'd, you are someone in the, that were one of the direct responders that died. But if you weren't in that circle, then you probably didn't know that many people unless right. you knew people that worked in finance or whatnot or a special, very special industry. But but working in the performing arts, I didn't really know that many people. Though I did work in the, I did do a side job at one point when I was very young. I used to sell food at the World Trade Center. Like there was to the oh, stockbrokers, wow. I would go with this woman. It was I remember the name of the company. I think it was called Beyond Basil, and she I think she invented mm-hmm. pita chips. I don't know if she sold them and some of them just stole them from her. <laughs> but this woman named Grace, she invented pita chips, which you see now. And I I never I don't know yeah, what like that's amazing. Is, is that weird? Because I wonder, yeah, yeah, and she had a catering company, and she would take, she would make lunches, and then we'd take these like shopping carts that you know people used, and we'd go into like we go into this van, this really dirty van. It was like me and like like two other people. One person was an actor, actually, it was like a guy who used to be famous in Canada, and now he's like here trying to make it. This is like nineteen ninety something, and then and then this these two like people who were ex cons, and we worked off the books. It was all like cash money hoes you know it was like cash so for like two hours of work back then i'd make like 60 to 100 dollars to sell the lunches to cash right i know amazing at that to make uh to sell food to these um stockbrokers that couldn't leave their desks and they were like good food like healthy food or like you know they were like homemade meals and um and they would and the big thing she sold was repeated chips and that was like a new thing. And now I see them everywhere. And there's one brand called Brooklyn Pita Chips. And I wonder if that's her. Did she sell them? Was she making yeah. them, mass producing them? She was a really nice woman. So I have all these weird memories. But I used to get a weird feeling going into the World Trade Center every time I went. And I never knew what it was. I guess it was like prediction, you know. 
Um, totally like a premonition, a premonition, some weird, I have that weird premonition thing. I don't know if you have that, like you kind of know things are going to happen. It's creepy a little bit. Definitely. You have, do you have that? What sign are you, Natalie? I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, cool. A Scorpio. I'm Scorpio. Oh, interesting. Yeah. What, what day? November 12th. That's so crazy because I was just talking to Chrissy Mayer. She's a Scorpio, November 11th. Yes, we are, we're born like two, a day apart, like different. Yeah, we it's very bizarre. Cool. We have this weird like, uh, yeah, it was me and Chrissy Mayer like have this one day apart birthday thing. Uh, I think I, I, I just I just actually, well, me and Chrissy, I've known her for like now two years. But I did. I did, mm-hmm. I knew. I knew she was. But we weren't friends until like two years ago. I think maybe three years, two or three years ago. We we met through like compound stuff. But like, um, like I'm meeting like a new a lot of new like like new people this like this year. I met you and, you know, I I, yeah. I used to like stay to myself a lot. Like not that I I'm a loner, but like I didn't really know anybody. Like I was kind of like I didn't come into New York a lot. Like I was just travel doing touring and. The last few years, I guess maybe three years, I started. I kind of like after like my divorce, I kind of went back into New- the city and did more shows and stuff. It's weird. Right. I, was, like, I did not do shows, but I wasn't doing shows as much in the city. And then I kind of like, I kind of was like, I guess I was like sort of like just in my own world. I don't know. <laughs> and then like I think like in like the last few years, I kind of after my divorce, I got divorced like. 2000 like seven last seven years i went came back into the city but the last four years more and uh not that i didn't perform in the city i i just didn't want to i don't know it was weird like i didn't have any comedy friends i didn't know any of the new comics that were coming into the city i didn't know anybody i like i totally know anybody and now i'm glad i got i did i started working in the city again I just yeah, I'm so glad too because then I met you. I know, I'm so, I know. I remember meeting you. I'm like, who's this cool girl? Like, because I, I would MC there, and I always feel so lonely. Like, I would be like, I don't know anybody. It's like it'd be like five guys and me. Totally. I I mean, I love. It is hard being a woman, like making friends. You don't want to give anyone like mastering as a comic, not giving someone the wrong idea, but making friends is a real skill. I know. Like, you know? I just want. I don't. I mean, I just want. I don't give a shit. I just want to make friends with nice people. Like, I don't give two shits. Like. You know, I'm at the point right. where I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I don't have that like feeling like, compa- like some, I, like I really love the other women I work with, like, um, you know, like the compound w- women, which I think you're doing a lot of compound yeah. stuff now, which is awesome. Um, yeah, I, I love, love everybody. Yeah. Like they're like family to me, like the girls. And if it wasn't for them, like, like, you know, I don't see them that much, but I love seeing them and doing, and we did the Queens of the compound. Me and Chrissy started that. Uh, show does really well and I hope we can do it again (laughs) I hope we can do it again I just um I just sent Chrissy so I have this book I don't know how into astrology you are but I have the secret language of birthdays have you heard of that book no I'm really into astrology I just actually hung out with Chrissy Bellick do you know Chrissy Bellick she's a comedian Mm -mm. um and she's in LA and we did like she does like she's really you should talk to her she's awesome she's really really good like she is a cool. really like she's a, she's done readings for me. She's a, a, a amazing psychic uh, astrologer. She's very 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 good and very and she's a very soft voice. Like she has like like one of those what are they call, those calming voice? yeah oh my god and she can actually she does that thing where you can relax with the voice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's it called? Totally. What book is it? The secret. Birthday. It's called the Secret Language of Birthdays, and it has like two pages about your astrology based on the day that you were born. Oh my so god! And year? Fu- I'll send. I'll send you your um, 
your page later. If okay. You want. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. I'd love that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, but are I you just into get a astro- kick out of that kind of stuff. Do you do astrology as well? Do you do that kind of stuff? Yeah, my stepsister is an astrologer, so like I've learned a lot from her, and she's given me a lot of books about how to like read my own chart and stuff like that. But I'm still learning. It's hard. Like I. It's really it's hard. So, there's so many elements of it, but I do I do get very excited about that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, me too. I know. I saw that you had that one T-shirt with the take Xan- Xanax and something with the tarot. I love yeah. that shirt. I want that shirt. I'm gonna get that shirt. Yeah, yeah so, I know. So I many cool shirts. Shirt. Now, are you gonna? Do you have like a lot of shirts on sale now, and stuff like that? I um we only have two different shirts on sale we have one that says underneath your tattoos you're still a mainstream cunt that one's kind of funny oh my god and... I love it I love it I, I I'm trying to do a t-shirt actually I wrote it on Ant's show um I and I do a joke you probably heard me do uh uh bitch is a weaker cunt be a cunt I need to make a t-shirt with that I don't know how to do that yeah I want I've been dying yeah be, I love that under you're still a mainstream cunt I love that I love it I love it <laughs> so that's fun we just ordered those and ones with just the logo of the magazine so oh, we have wow. those on our big cartel and our patreon and we're trying to like we think that more people will buy them once they read the magazine and kind of get behind the energy and feel so for what, are, what we're going for what are the articles about and stuff i'm like what are they or what are they, um like do you is it like just features we, are they like articles about like tattoos yeah, so I guess they're just interviews, basically, with, with cool figures. So there's this tattoo artist I love in Brooklyn. His name's John O'Hara. We have him. We interviewed Lindsay, Lindsay Jennings. Do you, do you know her? She's a comic and suicide girl. Yeah, yeah, I know Sue Guy. Yeah, I know Yeah, I know who she is. I don't know her. And um, who else? Uh, this, this biker guy in Jersey. And um, we featured some paintings. Stuff like that. I don't know. Oh, this woman that uh, she owns an astrology tarot, kind of a cult store. Oh, I love that. So just like interviews with people like that, their perspective, what they're doing during the quarantine, like what their spiritual rituals are, what kind of music they like. I love it. It's very fun. You're going to love it. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. (laughs) I want to get one tattoo. And I don't, I, I want, and it's a Kate Bush lyric. And I used to write this everywhere. Ooh. Um, Kate Bush is my favorite artist. She's like yeah. been around since probably before I was, well, she's, she, she, she was like, when I was a kid, she was big, but I didn't get to know her until I was in high school. And then I became, and it stuck with me. I mean, this is like, you know, almost 49 years. I mean, 40, not that, a lot of years. You know, I'm 49. So I love Kate Bush. She's amazing. And what's I want to get... What's the lyric? I put this moment here. It's from the Jig of Life. Ooh. And I want to put that on my wrist because it's like... And I've... It's it's not... And it's something that would mean so much And I because I think that I always like... You know, you want to stay in the moment because I was like... Because I have panic right. disorder. And and I I, always, I have very severe panic disorder. And it's gotten better, believe it or not, but it's I still I still have it really badly. I'm just medicated all the time. Yeah. And um <laughs> by the way, medication saved my fucking life. I don't care what anyone says. It would say I wouldn't be able to do anything. I wouldn't be able to travel. I wouldn't be able to you know, and I don't, I don't get like stage fright, but I have like life fright. So it would be more like right. I'd be afraid to go on the plane to get to the gig. But I wouldn't like freak out. Yeah, it depends. It, I understand that. So everything, like I have to keep everything in balance. Like I can't have no sleep. I can't like not eat. Like if everything's not in balance, I'm really sick. I'll get, I'll get like, it'll create like 
immense. Uh, but I'm not like I'm also very brave. So like I'm like, I, like a mix, it's like a mixed bag, and then I feel it later, and then I have a panic attack. That's how exactly what happens. Right. Me. So I want to put I put this moment here on my wrist, like not very dark, just kind of enough for me to look at. <laughs> That's awesome. You should totally get that. I know. I have to get it. If you know somebody that does it really well, let me know. Like, like, yeah, like a something soft. And I think my best friend might get yeah, something like fine too. lines. Yeah, my friend, my best friend Robin, who I know since that we were born, we both wanted to get tattoos mm-hmm. together. I think it's time. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Quarantine. Quarant. Quarant. I wonder twos. how the tattoo business is going to be infected, by, affected by the quarantine. Quarantudes. <laughs> the quarantudes. Uh, yeah, I wonder yeah. if people are going to have like, like, I wonder if people, I guess if people self-tattoo. Like, first of all, everyone wants to get their hair done. Everyone wants to right. like. Everyone's freaking out about the hair. Yeah. Like I had to do my roots yesterday. I was like, ugh, I hate doing, I hate doing my own hair. I was hair. thinking about, I'm so glad that I don't have acrylics anymore because taking those off by yourself is oh. such a bitch. Well, they'll probably eventually fall off. Ugh, and they hurt, and they collect. Right, and you don't want, and you don't want to have long nails now, because the the bacteria yeah, and all that crap. Dirt. Yeah, like like everyone should like pro- probably not have long nails now, even natural. Like I would be like I, my nails are growing because I'm not biting them, which is the other good thing because I don't want to put my hands in my mouth. And I'm like, <laughs> so like yeah, so I mean I I guess I should trim my nails because like it doesn't really pay to have long nails now. It doesn't. No one cares, you know. Like I think, I think like aesthetics right. going to change. No one's going to see them. Don't you think yeah. like the beauty aesthetic is going to change a bit? Like when this is all over, hundred uh, percent. Like people aren't going to be worried about like stupid shit. They, I mean, I hope so. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I guess I things always go back to somewhat normal, but like, I don't know. I mean, I think people want to care less about stuff. I mean, people are working out. I mean, I'm I'm just sort of like eating. Like, I'm not dieting, but I'm not eating bad. Like, I'm just not. I'm not as active as I was, right. you know. And you know, I, but I, I, you know, I want to like. I guess the weather. I, I walk. I'm a big walker, so I love to walk like miles mm-hmm. and miles. But I haven't been doing that. Um, I did. I walked to the beach, which is about two miles, but. I feel like oh that's good, but I also freak out walking. Like I pass the hospital and I'm like freaked out. Like yeah, I don't it's feel, scary. It's not totally. comfortable. It used to be like oh this is my happy place walk, and now it's like ugh, you know. But my yeah, I would like walk. had a panic attack because someone breathed like five feet away from me, and I was like oh yeah, I know. You know, I don't want to see anyone outside. It's scary. But the beach seems clean because it's like ionized. Like like salt air is very Absolutely, healthy. Yeah. So it's naturally yeah. cleansing. So I don't know if that's a good place to be. It's not like I'm laying, you know, it's not like I'm going to the beach and laying on the beach like you would in the summer. I'm just like walking down the shoreline. But I'm wondering if this goes on, what what the beach is going to be like in the, you know, during the time of the pandemic. If, you know, you know, they, they probably close it down. They won't let people lay on the beach. You know, I'm sure. They I would will, assume so, yeah. You're not going to take your blanket and your chair and sit down there, you know, like... Like I always do every summer, you know, they're not going to do that. <laughs> I think a bike is good to have. Have you been motorcycle riding? Do you guys have the motorcycle? I know you. Yeah, we went on a few rides. Um, that's been nice because you can go get some air and. Oh, that must be beautiful. Don't have to touch anything. Right. Yeah, that's been nice. That's really good. So, so. that's, you're lucky to do that. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, do you miss stand up at all? Do you feel like you. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. miss stand up a hundred percent. Definitely the longest I think all of us have gone 
uh, not being on stage and being on stage is an addiction, you know? Yeah, you're right. I knew, I mean, it's so. like, yeah, everyone's addictions kick in during this time too. I know. Yeah. I mean, some people are over-exercising. But, all they do is exercise all day. Some people are, like, not exercising and binge eating. Some people are drinking all day, like, getting high. Like, I... Right. Yeah. It's a, it's, it all gets nuts. It gets crazy. So you, so your magazine's coming out. Uh, um, yeah. And where can they find it? And where can they get in touch with... You know, like, how can they get in touch? Well, I have yeah. your, your Instagram's Natty Cuomo, right? Are you are you related yeah. to the Cuomos? By the way, I never asked you that. No, I am not. <laughs> you know, everyone asks you that question. I'm sure, especially. Yes, they do. Did, did you see that he has a nipple ring? Did you see that? Uh, he does. Oh my god! Well, it looks like he does. Um, he was That's doing a so press funny. conference. The uh, Andrew, a- Andrew, right? The older guy, the older yeah. one. Um, and he was wearing a white shirt, and his nipple. Like, like you couldn't miss it. Like either his nipples, he has some really? kind of medical device on him, but he has that weird. Yeah, I'll send you the picture. I, I, when we get up, I'll send you the picture. Oh it's, my god! It's it's a nipple. It looks like a nipple ring, like one of those like eight. Like, yeah, it's some kind of nipple thing. I mean, unless he has weird nipples that are deformed, he has some. Or maybe he had. He was like wired up, you know, with the microphone on. His, he, he was wearing like a white. I'm like, I could see him having a nipple ring, though. He has that personality, like a Dom personality. I can see that, too. I mean, I think they're both really hot, personally, but they, and he looks good for, like, uh-huh. he's, like, in his 60s. He looks pretty good for his 60s. He's like, people are going to yeah. stay in the house, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, and, and, the, and the brother was sick. So, yeah, people probably ask you if you're related to them. I mean, is that, it's not a common name, though, is it? Cuomo? Is that a common name? It's not a common name, no, but I'm not related. And um, the magazine you can find at Classy Trashy Magazine on Instagram. That's the handle. And you can also just follow me on Instagram at Nat- Natalie Cuomo. Yeah. Classy Trashy. That's what we are. Classy yeah. Trashy. <laughs> My, I did a movie called Glam Trash in the, uh, uh, 2000. Uh, came out it was uh, about four people living in Long Island City trying to make it and it won like it, it's on video uh, it went to I like it went them. to right to VHS but we won all these awards and stuff because we were such it was such an odd film it was called Glam Trash and in Monzi that would be like the perfect magazine for the <laughs> clanchy trash <laughs> right yeah it was it was a fun movie Glam Trash that's awesome and, love that and then the tagline was quite a messy cocktail like four disasters living <laughs> in a in a in a in an apartment in Long Island City, They're trying to make it. One was like an artist. One was like a fashion design. It was just it was like, I played myself basically, but like a crazier version of myself. And then my friend played a comedian. <laughs> it was just really funny. Uh, it was That's a fun. Awesome. It was a it was a fun movie. But this has been fun. I'm so glad we got to yeah. do this. Uh, I told you. We me always too. Go- Thanks for having me. I know. I will have you again. I have to have you on the Prospen Hour when we get back into the studio and we have guests again. Uh, yeah. Uh, because uh, we've been quarantined. I don't know. I hope that you guys stay safe. <laughs> you, and, you and your fans you are adorable. Too. I'm so glad I got to meet you guys when we were back in the world. But <laughs> me uh, too. I'll be on. T- we'll stay in touch during Instagram, and um, I'll send you the nipple picture. Sounds great. And send me the birthday thing with yeah. the birthday. It was so much fun. I will. Okay, so this will be, I think it'll be out probably, I don't know, maybe tomorrow or Monday, depending on, on Ed. But thank you, Ed, for, thank you, Radio Misfits. Thank you, Natalie. Uh, follow Natalie Cuomo on Instagram and Twitter. And Classy Trashy is her new magazine. It's coming out. 
Uh, it's going to be really fun. The images are beautiful. Yeah. And uh, check her out. Thank you so much. And uh, have an awesome day. Thank you, guys. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Enjoy. Bye. Bye.